0: Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two.
1: Hola, I'm Cindy, I've staying in Mexico for the last 30 years.
0: And we're so glad you listeners are coming along with us on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. We want to talk today about friendship, and even more specifically, difficult friends or people that are difficult in our life. How do you handle it when somebody responds to you in a negative way or in a way that maybe hurts your feelings or offends you? I think of the verses in Proverbs. There's a couple of them. One is Proverbs 17 and verse 17. It says, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. And then Proverbs 18, verse 24 says, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. So in the next few minutes, we just want to highlight some things about friendship and people that might be difficult in our life. And what does God want us to do?
1: I think friendship is an important issue because I think it's something that we all need. And they have often said that a person that has five friends in their lifetime is a person that's very rich. Maybe some of it because we don't know how to be good friends. Other, you know, a lot of issues play play into that. But I think the best thing that we can start out with is what is the definition of a friend? And I think, um, you know, of course, we're going to have different ideas about that. But what do you think, Shelly? What's what's a good definition of a friend?
0: Yeah, so I think of friends in my life over the years They've made an impact in a positive way. Um, okay. When I was sick, you know, they reached out to me th- with a text and told me they were praying or sent a encouraging card. I have cards that I've collected since I was a kid uh, from right. people, from family who have just written down their thoughts and how they were praying for me or they were encouraging me in some way. Um, friends come and go even Uh, I know, Cindy, I met you when I was in college, and there were several years where after college, we kind of got disconnected because of um, distance, you know, and even we were in different countries. But uh, our friendship has grown even more, I think, in the last couple years since we reconnected through, um, you know, doing this podcast. So a friend is someone that I think if we don't expect a lot from them, then we won't be disappointed. But we sure are grateful when they do reach out and they let us know how much, you know, we mean in their life. Okay. I think a friend too is someone
1: that um, helps us to grow. Or you know, in the lifetime, why we have friendships is because we have the same kind of likes and we have the same kind of maybe goals in life. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a good friend is a person that. Uh, maybe encourages us on in those goals in life. And when we can't see our own goals in life, maybe as a person that helps us to to keep on pushing us in those moments when we can't push ourselves.
0: Yeah, definitely. So even that iron sharpening iron where the Bible talks about that, you know, a friend is someone that comes alongside us. They're kind of like a kindred spirit that we can right. talk to about some of our dreams and goals and not expect judgment from them, you know, just have that listening ear or some friends do give us their truthful thoughts about an idea or um, they point out things in our life that, you know, might not be the best attitude that we're showing. And that can even be a friend, right? Because they're doing it in a gracious way uh, to let us know, hey, you know, I see this in your life. I don't think it's really pleasing to God. And uh, so even their helpful criticism can be, you know, uh, a good thing, too.
1: Right. And I think there are different levels of friends. You know, there's your Sunday friends. I, th- I think um, if we look at Jesus', uh, Jesus friends and disciples, mm-hmm. I think we have an uh, idea of, you know, different kinds of friends. You know, Jesus was a friend of Jesus. But obviously, it was a friend that, you know, Jesus knew what he was thinking. But, um, you know, it was a friend of convenience. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we have uh, Peter. He was a friend. And he was always sticking up for the Lord, even though he put his foot in his mouth so many times. Mm -hmm. And then we have John. That was just, we always see him strongly connected with Jesus. Just um, think exactly what Jesus thought and just listen to Jesus. And so I think um, there's different Levels of friendships. You know, some are friends that, you know, they're acquaintances where we just see them on Sunday. There's some that are a little bit closer that we tell them, you know, maybe the ins and outs of the day, but, you know, other than that, it doesn't go farther. And then there's the friends that we tell them things that we would tell nobody else. And so I think there's different levels of
0: friendship as well. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And Jesus was our perfect example, right, of being a friend the bible says jesus was a friend of sinners so even people that we would not tell our deepest secrets to i think we can still be friendly we can still uh have a pure motive to be a friend to someone and ultimately why so that we can share the gospel with them right so that we can tell them about jesus who is a friend of sinners well and
1: that's very important because I think the biggest thing here, um, you know, just because, and I think it's anywhere, I think we forget this, but you know, here in Mexico, um, people don't like confrontational evangelism Mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't know if any of us do because there's some people that, you know, another religion that likes to knock on our door. And when we see them coming, we just say, yo, I don't want anything to do with you, Mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of times to listen to somebody, we have to earn the trust to be listened to, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's with salvation. We forget that we need to care about the person before we give them the message. And, then, you know, we see Jesus doing that over and over again. You know, the at the well, he cares first about who she is. You know, Zacchaeus, he cared, he cared, you know, about who Zacchaeus was and that kind of stuff. And I think that kind of thing is very important for us to win people to the Lord. I think we need to know that them as a person, then as a friend, and then give them the, the message. I think some, you know, I mean, I, I do believe in, you know, evangelism that we tell them the first time. But, you know, I think with our neighbors and that, they need to see in us the Lord. And mm-hmm. I I i was reminded that this week and it just made me sad because um i was talking to a person and i said to them you know what do you think a christian is and they gave you know well i think a christian has to follow these rules and i said no that's not what christian is and so i went through the plan of salvation and and after i went through the plan of salvation he's like oh man i've never heard it that way Mm -hmm. and i said well are you willing to accept the lord as your savior and he said well have a problem with that and i said well what is your problem with that he said well i see so many people claim to be christians out uh, convenient convenience you know mm-hmm. almost um, i'll escape you know uh um, hell's fire so I'll, you know I'll, I'll make that decision or i see people you know sunday that that becomes you know they they're real religious on sunday but the rest of the week you know and he's like i don't want to ever be that kind of hypocritical person mm-hmm. And I said, you don't have to be that kind of person. And anyways, long and short of it, I I said, you know, would you like God's, you know, gift of salvation? He said, well, when I'm convinced, I'll do it 100%. I'm not going to go halfway. Mm -hmm. But it just, it made me sad because of, you know, Christian's testimony. He's almost persuaded, but he doesn't want Christianity because he doesn't want to have a false you know, he wants to be sincere about what he does. And so I think, you know, that's why it's important for our testimony, even to our neighbors and that kind of stuff. You know, if we're, if we're mean in that and then we expect we can talk to our neighbors about the Lord, that's not going to
0: work. <laughs> yeah, true. So. Oh, so that is sad because he has seen a poor example of friends, you know, Christians who did not live up to what the Bible says we should do doing as a friend so Jesus being our example what did Jesus do how was he a friend to sinners or how is he a friend even to his closest followers his disciples well I believe Jesus connected with them he listened to them and he found a common denominator or something that was important in other people's lives and he used that as a springboard Or as a segue to be able to share the gospel with them or to tell them about, hey, I am the way, the truth and the life. So to be a friend of sinners, I think we need to find something that we can build that bridge with them, you know, um, listen to them. Or maybe they have children and we can use that as a way to talk to them, you know, developing that friendship and developing that trust with them.
1: You know, I think that takes us into the next step of what a friend's not. And, you know, I look at Jesus and I think, man, he knew exactly what was in Judas's heart from Mm -hmm. the very beginning, but he never, ever treated him different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because the disciples said to him, well, who is it? Who is it? Because Jesus never treated him any different. And I think that's something important, too. You know, friendship doesn't depend on who the other person is. Mm-hmm. It's the Lord's love uh, flowing through us. Now, does that mean that the person that we're being being a friend to will always respond correctly to that? No. In fact, um, that's what you started out with. There are difficult people in this world, and there are people that like to make your life miserable, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, Jesus gave us an example of not attacking you know, being who Jesus was in spite of who um, the people around him were. You know, and I even think about this, you know, I can't imagine Jesus there on the cross seeing the people he healed, mm-hmm. the blind, the the lame, you know, seeing them right in front of him mm-hmm. and, you know, him having to face up to the fact he gave them gifts, but they didn't, I guess, appreciate I don't know if you didn't appreciate but at the moment of pressure they didn't stand up for him. I guess that's the best way to put
0: it. Yeah, that's truly sad and uh you know, in talking about that it makes me think of Psalm 41 and verse 9. Uh David kind of faced something similar and in verse 9 he says, "Yea, mine own familiar friend in whom I trusted" which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. And I mean, I, I'm i sure you have been in this situation. I know I have where somebody that you really thought you were close to. um. I mean, I can remember in elementary school and then even some high school friends in college and even, you know, more recently, people that you thought, yes, this is my friend. And, you know, we're BFFs for life. <laughs> and then, Something happens and you're like, "Whoa, what? What did I do to offend them?" And I am not one to confront people. I, I dislike it very much. And so, if there's conflict or um, some kind of confrontation, I don't like that. You know, I'd rather just, like, cover it over um, with a band aid than to, you know, confront that person. But I don't think that's necessarily a, a healthy way to you know, heal a friendship. But David definitely felt this. And so who did he turn to? Well, in verse 10, it says, But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me and raise me up that I may requite them. But this I know that thou favors me because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. Um, and so he realized that the Lord was the one who would deal with the other person he had to, you know. that over to the lord but i think too if we don't expect people to make us happy or if we don't have high expectations of what our friends should be then we won't be disappointed you know walking into a room and we see people we shouldn't expect oh hey everybody come say hi to me you know hey look at me or hey i'm here now uh come make me happy but when we walk into a room we should be like, okay, is there somebody in this room that I can be a friend to? Maybe there's somebody sitting alone, or you know, how can I be a servant to the people that I'm coming into contact with right now? So I guess just shifting our focus from ourselves to other people.
1: Right. I think I think that's the main thing of it. Um, right now we've got um, the teens here; they're che- they're teaching them a purity class, mm-hmm. and I I you know, was talking to the lady that's doing it and I said, We teach these girls the wrong thing. We teach them to get married for what the man can give them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not what marriage is, is supposed to be because we've all all had friendships where we have a friend that expects or a friend that um takes advantage of us or just takes and takes from us. And that ruins a friendship because um on 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 that level what you just said it's not that our expectations are lower. I think. I think it's a matter of when I expect something from the people, I'm focused on me, mm-hmm. and when I'm focused on me, what happens? Then I expect people to feed um, to meet my needs, and it becomes a friendship that's one sided. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why we get hurt a lot in friendships. And basically, there's just some people that sometimes we befriend or think we're going to be buddies with and that kind of thing. And they're just not on the same page. We are. Mm-hmm. And for example, if they bring a lot of hurt with them to the table, you know, if I do something, they may lash out and I may think, why did they lash out? And a lot of times when a person lashes out, it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with something. I did may have um, touched one of their hot buttons. Mm-hmm. And so they, were gonna... and then, you know, Let's go here, too. There's some people that are just not safe to be friends with mm-hmm. because, you know, a reason a person doesn't become safe to be a friend with is because when we have a person that's completely self-focused, they're not going to be a healthy friendship for us. Right.
0: They don't have pure uh, motives. Uh-huh. Less selfie poses, right? And, and more um, others focused, right? right? And yeah. just getting our eyes off ourselves and... Offenses are going to come. Jesus even told the disciples that he said, hey, you will be offended, but it's better to be offended for my sake, you know, Jesus sake, because you're doing right than it is to be offended if somebody looks at you the wrong way or, you know, doesn't treat you a way that you think they should. Um, So really shifting our focus off ourself onto the Lord, because he's not unjust to you know, forget our good works, as it tells us in Hebrews six ten. God does not forget what we do. He doesn't forget our labor of love. Uh, he's remembering it. And so, just putting our gaze back on Jesus. Yes, critiquing ourselves: Are we the kind of friend that we want others to be around? And yeah, just growing in that relationship. I think if we enhance our relationship with the Lord. And just see what kind of a friend he was to other people that will help us in our friendships on this earth.
1: And, you know, being true to who we are. You know, if we're people that have a tendency to compliment people, um, if we're a people, you know, my my tendency is more giving. Okay. If I'm a person that gives, um, I need to be true to who I am. So Mm -hmm. I need to give. But this is a thing. Um, I told people this time and time, in fact, the lady I had this morning, I told her that exact thing. I said, now, you've got to be true to who you are if um, she has a situation where um, the father's in a situation where he needs some help in that. But yet, at the same time, he is very self-focused. I said, if you feel like the Lord wanted you to take him to do, you know, to the doctor and that kind of stuff, you do that because that's who you are. And this is the thing. We have to give our gifts, mm-hmm. and we give our gifts because that's who we are. Now, this is the thing that, that comes to play into here. If we give our gift and the person steps on it, that doesn't make my gift any less valuable mm-hmm. Yeah, because I gave it from the heart. Now, they can tramp all over it, but the Lord saw you know, me giving that gift, and so that gift is not of any less value. The problem is, is they didn't know how to value it. And that will help us a lot, you know, because many times I've given, you know, of myself in different areas and the person doesn't appreciate it or devalues it. And mm-hmm. I have to realize, no, I gave it because I felt I need to give it. So if they didn't appreciate it, that's on their plate. That's not on mine. And that keeps me from being self so focused of oh, they didn't appreciate it the way they should have. Mm-hmm. All right. No. I gave it because that's what I felt I needed to do. And so I think that will help us in our friendships as well. You know, maybe the person is going through a hard time and maybe they didn't value your gift as much as you would hope they would have valued it at that time. That doesn't mean your gift is any less valuable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very true. Praying for discernment, right? Praying for God to uh, help us, to give us wisdom in our friendships. Even Jesus prayed for his friends. That's important, too, to pray for the friendships around us. Ask God to help us be the friend that we want.
1: And, and this is the thing, too. I, I think we need to go here because it is something important. There are some friendships that we have to walk away from. Mm-hmm. You know why? If the friendship is continually pulling you down, then it's not a healthy friendship for you. It's okay to give, but if the friendship is continually draining the juice from you or pulling you down or negative, then we have to maybe step away from that friendship because when a friendship becomes toxic where we're not growing together, then it's time to walk away from the friendship. And we've always had all had those friendships that we think, oh, this is going to be for life and that. And then we realize that other person is draining us. And when friendship becomes draining, then it becomes toxic.
0: Yeah, true. And the Bible talks about not to be unequally yoked, right? Right. Because then you're just fighting against each other and yeah, it is draining you in a negative way.
1: Right. Well, that's why we see our our friends that we had in elementary aren't necessarily our friends today. Our friends that we had in high school aren't necessarily because a lot of times our, our roads take uh, our roads become different, you know, and that's why we don't share the same the vision, the same um, focus in life. And so that's sometimes why friendships end up, you know, going their separate ways. And then sometimes we realize, okay, this wasn't a healthy friendship for me.
0: So. Yeah, true. Well, Cindy, when I met you in college, I just want you to know I have matured over the years. So, yeah, we
1: won't even go there, you know, because we we, um, yeah, we were growing in the growth process, weren't we?
0: <laughs> we were partners in crime. <laughs> yeah, Uh exactly. oh, Funny. I've appreciated your thoughts on friendship today.
1: I think uh, the last thing we need to look at maybe in this podcast is what kind of friend am I? Um, mm-hmm. So often we're focused on, you know, uh, what are people to me? And we need to focus on. Who am I for other people too? and, um, focus on what, what we said, are we a good listener, you know, and look at our life. Okay. Who did I take time to listen to this week? Um, are we a person that helps other, another person enter into what their passion in life is because it's, it's maturity becomes when I can enter into your passion and motivate you in what you're excited about. That's hard for us, but it's very necessary for
0: us. Those are excellent points. And so that means that we need to be growing ourselves, oh. reading God's Word, reading inspirational books, you know, maybe books about friendship or about leadership or about encouraging, about servitude. And even if you know that a friend is interested in a certain topic or has a certain hobby that they're interested in we'll read up on it so that way you can connect with them and it really comes down to a heart of love you know whether it's that agape love that Christ has for the world or that brotherly love it really comes down to that Uh, what's our motive and what kind of friend do we want to be then let's be that to others
1: you know, look at it, going back to Jesus' life again. He wasn't a fisherman, but he related to the fishermen. Mm-hmm. You know, he understood enough about fishing that he said, Well, you know, throw it out on the other side. He understood enough about fishing that he had um, the fish pre- prepared for them when they came in, you know, not to eat. He wasn't a doctor, but he had a doctor among his friends. You know, the differences of people that he had in his. In his world of discipleship of friends but even this you know he walks up to the woman at the well and he understands the Samaritans you know he wasn't a Samaritan and he wasn't supposed to be associating with the Samaritan but he understood the Samaritan's mindset and that's why he could talk to that woman because
0: mm-hmm.
1: if he would come to that woman with a Jewish mindset you know the she would she would have had nothing to do with him because the Jew would have judged her
0: yeah very true and they would not be as kind to her as Jesus was. And again, why was Jesus wanting to connect with people? Because he wanted to point them to the Father. His motive for being a friend to sinners, his motive for being a friend to his disciples and his followers, was so that God would get the glory and that people would know him as savior. That has to be our heart motive as well, not what can this person do for me, you know, what can I get from them, but how can I give to them, you know, how can I serve them, how can I point them to my Savior?
1: His disciples, you know, they obviously were saved, and so what was he doing? He was helping them to know more about his father. And that, you know, is obviously our second step, you know, in our friendships to help the person draw closer to the Lord. And so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I think that's a good
0: point. A great passage to read on friendship is First John, where it talks about how can we be a friend to others and how can we be a friend to God? You know, if we are God's follower, if we say that we are his friend, then we will do his commandments. You know, our motive will be pure.
1: Well, I think just in conclusion, you know, um, pray for the, pray to the Lord, ask him for the people that will help you to grow as being in a friendship. And then ask the Lord how you can be his channel of blessing to others and help them grow. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what friendship is, is, is just um, us working together to a greater cause.
0: Yeah, less about us and more about others. Ultimately, that Christ might have the preeminence. He must increase and we will decrease, as the Bible tells us. Well, thank you, my friend. It's been great connecting with you this week again, as always. It's
1: been a good time, and I appreciate your friendship as well.
0: <laughs> We're missing Paula. You know, she's been pretty busy with, um, being back with her mom in Wisconsin. And so listeners pray for her that in the near future, she can be back on our podcast episodes again as well. If the Lord desires. And this week, see who you can be a friend to. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, he says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. Be a blessing and make a new friend. Bye for now.